Welcome to Yoga for First Responders On Air, where we break down yoga, neuroscience, resilience, and public safety in a manner that's authentic, educational, and most importantly, entertaining and lighthearted. I'm YFFR's founder, Olivia Mead. As a yoga instructor and neuroscience enthusiast, I'm passionate about supporting first responders and anyone looking to improve their overall human performance. Each week, we'll dive into a new topic and often bring on expert guests to share their insights and experiences, but we'll also keep it real and share our own stories and struggles along the way. So whether you're a first responder or seeking to master the science of mental and physical resilience, this podcast is your ultimate guide to triumph over life's challenges with unbreakable strength and unwavering fortitude. By pressing play, your training has begun. It's the Yoga for First Responders podcast. Team America. Where we talk about yoga and first responders. <laughs> that is our official entry music. What do you think? I mean, we could do like, we could do like rock music. And yoga, yoga, yoga. As you can see, we're trying to make this like different than what you assumed it was going to be. Already different. (laughs) Already different. That is my lot in life. Like that is my personal mission is to stop making yoga so stupid in the West. I'm not saying traditional yoga. Please don't hear me wrong. Traditional yoga is badass as fuck. I'm talking about the spiritual bypassing bullshit BS stuff. Mm. Like I need it to not. Yeah. The very weird people that everybody associates with yoga, AKA the like, my heart is just rooting down for you and I'm feeling so connected and like that shit, right? Let's get rid of that. That's not what this is about. Like that's not what it's about. And so I just want everyone to know, like, listen, you can drink whiskey and be a yogi. You can say fuck and be a yogi because that's what we're literally doing right now. We're drinking whiskey. And I'm not glorifying like, you know. And if you're that person where you have that heart-centered connection and that's your vibe, great. There's places as long for as that it's authentic. Too. As long as right. it's authentic. And but, so speaking of authenticity, yeah, what were we going to say? I was going to say yoga for first responders, no offense, is not that place. That's not what we do. It's not how we act. It's not what we bring into public safety. No. And like, I think the word is authenticity. So yes, if you are a heart centered person and that's coming from an authentic place where you've done your own work to also not judge people or, you know, be offended by people who aren't that way. Great. Love it. So and, and that's sort of what I want to come into with this podcast is authenticity. I'm not going to sit here and be like, okay, everyone, let's have the conversation. Let's open up the conversation. I, I hate that. And you know that there are 3 million podcasts out there? Like, who the fuck are we to start another podcast? I don't even know why we're doing this. <laughs> you know, like there's so well, much already. 
Yeah. And I can't hardly follow along with one, let alone 3 million of them. And so maybe that begs the question as to who are we? Who are you? Yeah. Introduce yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Let's, let's, someone accidentally stumbled in Spotify and they were like, whoa, I fell and found myself here in this podcast. So I'm Olivia. I started this nonprofit called Yoga for First Responders. I started it out of spite, just like I'm starting this podcast <laughs> out of spite. Just like a whole, bunch of, a whole bunch of fuck you world. Yeah, like Mocha Joe and Latte Larry and Kirby Enthusiasm. <laughs> I was like, fuck it's you. A, I'm starting a episode. And I made my own bet. I have to, you know, I made my own bet. So I have to lie in it or whatever. Um, because, you know, I was like, oh, I'm starting a nonprofit. Fuck you. And now it's like successful. And I have to like be the CEO of it. I hate when I, well, you saw a meme. There was a meme the other day that was like, I lady bossed or I boss girled so hard that now I have to show up to work or something like that. Yeah, it was like, I accidentally lady bossed so hard that now I have a nonprofit organization <laughs> right. and has reached 30,000 first responders in one year. So that's me. Um, uh, I'm CEO. I founded this organization. Um, I've been practicing yoga for 30 some years. I've been teaching yoga for 20 years and um, I didn't like the way yoga was being um, presented in the West and at the yoga studios where I was teaching. It seemed very inauthentic. It seemed blasphemy of its original roots. And I wanted to really reach people who could, could, who needed, needed these ancient practices. We all need them, but truly need them. And I have a heart for military and first responders because Jesus Christ, that job. I, I I can't even imagine. I mean, and you're going to introduce yourself in a minute and you can tell your perspective because that was your job. But like, are you kidding me? I'm going to walk into death, loss, trauma, destruction as my daily like thing. I mean, we need to arm these folks who are even willing to do this with the ability to be resilient enough, not only for their own lives, but they're for com their communities. And yoga was the answer that what yoga, the traditional practice of yoga provides the answer to this missing piece. That's, that's killing our first responders and military. I mean, I'm not going to shy away from it. No. And so anyway, um, the, the bridge that was missing there is how, because as we, have we didn't shy away from yeah. the beginning of this is when if you say yoga or at least in the past uh yoga to a cop or a firefighter they're like are you kidding me like don't waste my i think the biggest one of the biggest like um uh, butting heads is don't waste my time you're gonna bring up something like yoga don't waste my time right. don't take me seriously you know yeah because there's been plenty of things thrown at the wall to sol solve mm -hmm. quote unquote solve this problem uh including yoga, quite frankly, a lot of programs now have a local yoga teacher coming in and teaching in their agency or whatever. And from my perspective, we can talk about a little bit why that's not the specialized tool for you and you being public safety. Right. right. And so, yeah, I mean, no, it's stop wasting my time. And that goes back to the authenticity of it. Mm -hmm. Like that, that's why that's a key word is, I mean, you and I have seen, we have seen literally like, crazy hard jobs 
So I'll introduce myself in a bit, but I was a firefighter, but we've seen law enforcement officers who deal with the worst of the worst mm-hmm. and at a resilience conference. And they're literally being handed a coloring book in colors and being, oh my God. Being, told, being told, go color for your stress reductions. Like, uh, and no wonder resilience training becomes a joke. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So. And it's an ups, it's, we're swimming upstream because we're starting at a deficit, you know, coming in with yeah. that word yoga and, I can get into in other episodes why I really stuck with that word yoga and didn't change it, um, et cetera, et cetera. But I'll, I'll tell you, I was described one time and someone was trying to insult me by describing me as teaching yoga like a drill sergeant. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. I, <laughs> oh, I'm flattered here. Yeah. Let me my back. <laughs> but then I was like, well, then maybe I should actually start teaching military. And right. I did. And, and veterans. And, and then... Um, I have to credit my mom on this one because she said, Hey, what about first responders? Like, don't forget about them. And to be honest, I did because we all do because we all just assume that we call 911 and they're going to show up and they will, and they do. And you don't think like, mm, maybe they're human beings that keep my community safe. So maybe I should invest a little bit in them. And, um, Ooh, that's a anyway. soapbox issue as far as investing. Ooh, that's gonna be a whole other episode. Hey, we've got we're we're stacking the episodes, folks. We've got uh, we've got plenty of soap boxes to. Yeah, start. we we so we started <laughs> this podcast. Literally, we should actually have called this podcast the Soap Box because probably, yes, <laughs> that's what it is. Speaking of the name of this podcast, which now I'm wanting to change to the Soap Box, but um, we actually have decided to call it on air. And now let me, let me just tell you, uh, and then I'm going to shift this to you, Eric, so you can introduce yourself, but let's introduce the name of the podcast on air. So when Eric first told me like, Hey, I have a great name for the podcast on air. And I went crazy. I was like, dude, that is awesome. You're brilliant. How that's great. And I'm wondering now what Mate, like what he was thinking when I was saying that, because what I was thinking was, dude, firefighter on air, <laughs> clicking on your thing, da 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 da. This is amazing on air radio. Great job, well and done. Like, Great job, we got this. We're gonna kill it. So yesterday he says to me as he's like working on the podcast and making the intro and stuff, and he's like, "Oh my god, do you know what <laughs> another thing like?" like firefighters on air like that's another thin another light i was like was that not the motivation in the first place like you just were doing like on air like did what why did you think i was going crazy about how brilliant you were i don't well uh, i know why and the reason why was because i thought that like from your performing history so i chose on air thinking of like the old-fashioned like recording studio that has the light outside the door that's like well, the sure. panel that's on air and that comes on and so our sure. logo even touches to that with on air being kind of like a neon light red and so that was my sole thought and so i was like man i hit a home run with that name she's so excited about it <laughs> not even like that was my that was my lens never well, once my never lens. once had it's the words yeah, but never once had the thought of literally going like and clicking on air, oh like putting my, your regular onto your face piece and going literally on air. 
not once did it cross my mind until like two days later. And then I was like, holy shit, what brilliance is this? And she was like, yeah, you idiot. Like clearly. <laughs> well, <that was laughs> downloaded from the universe to you that you didn't even know that. But anyway, and speaking of the logo, you made a rad logo that is that old timey, like 1940s radio thing. I tried to make a logo for us like first and I kept wanting to use a microphone, like a microphone you use for a podcast. And no matter yeah, which sure. I situated it, it looked like a dick. And I couldn't un... Always. I mean, yeah. We had to take it... Well, no, you actually un... put on the logo, but somehow you make it not yeah, dick. But I stole it. Like, let's... In full disclosure, I stole it. I used the great tool Canva... Uh, and oh, stole the logo. Like I didn't steal the logo. No, 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 no. I stole the microphone. So can we? Okay. So we talked about me. We talked about on air and how we fell into the most brilliant name ever, unless we change it to the soapbox. Um, but Eric, who are you, and why do you have any business being on this podcast? <laughs> Uh, I have no business being here. Let's just start there. No. He's on probation. <laughs> no. So uh, 13 on the in the fire service. Uh, when the great probation. Uh, so uh, 13 year part in the Midwest, uh, in the state of Iowa, in a city next to the city of Des Moines, to the west side of it. If you can put those pieces together, I was a firefighter there. Uh, ended up being company officer, lieutenant slash captain. I give all of the guys that are still on the job a hard time because they have got participation ribbon promotions up to captain like two weeks after I left. So fuck them. Anyway, uh, I was right. on my, my, <laughs> I was on my peer support team, uh, which I love peer support because it has started to open up and in started to air out these conversations of, mental health, uh, and bring it out of the shadows, especially in the fire service and law enforcement agencies. Uh, but peer support for the most part, unless they're like the very, very good one, uh, good ones across the country are very reactive, right? We're waiting for our brothers and sisters to get jammed up and then we'll help them out. We've got, we can, we've got a great resource of a marriage counselor or a financial counselor or an addiction center or a rehab center or a counselor, you know, on down the line. But when I learned about yoga for first responders, my mind was honestly blown because it made a lot of sense for what I nerd out on, which is the science behind how things work and the physiology of the body and realized that we could start to tr proactively train our bodies, minds, and nervous systems for the inevitable stress of the job that we encounter as public safety personnel. Mm -hmm. And that's when it was that light bulb moment, like, we need to be moving upstream. So hopefully we can stop a cop or stop a firefighter from actually falling into the river of post-traumatic stress or even just burnout for God's sake. So if we can just stop one person from burning out or one person's give a shitter from breaking, you know, that's mm -hmm. something that's critical, let alone moving upstream from post-traumatic stress and let's call it out, uh, suicide, right? So if we move upstream and can proactively train our bodies, minds, and nervous systems to deal with the stress, um, that's something I can fully get behind, become extremely passionate about. And 
dove in head first and every day the science behind what we do and how we do it with this organization continues to blow my mind because it's just so fascinating it's so so fascinating because it's the the well is so deep uh, which is why it's fun to dispel all the myths of what yoga is not and get back to the roots of what we do and so that's who i am that's why i'm here uh, and now i love honestly traveling the country teaching this and dispelling the misconception of what yoga is and is not uh, to public safety across the country. And I'm excited to be doing this podcast because it needs to be done because to speak directly to those that are listening, uh, help us help you. Mm -hmm. Like we can cut off the narrative that yoga is about stretching. It's about touching your toes. Uh, and we can start to realize that there's a very specialized tool that's job specific and culturally informed. So you feel very comfortable to learn this skill set uh, in your agency. And that's what we get to do at Yoga for First Responders. In each episode, we want to drill down in each one of these little nuances and aspects and not just talk about it. One of the most annoying things for me is that phrase let's have the conversation about, listen, I know that's first steps about things, but if you don't give me anything concrete, then I'm going to go back to my old ways. We're talking about training. And if you're not a first responder, and again, you fell and stumbled into this on Spotify or Apple podcasts or whatever, this is for you. This is for everybody. We joked about calling this organization yoga for people, because even though, you know, we're kind of talking about a heightened experience, the heightened experiences seeing trauma, death, loss, destruction, you know, on a daily basis, but being human is fucking hard. Mm -hmm. Yoga is an anchor and a training tool for being human. Yeah. So if you're not a first responder, you don't have to turn this off. I want to give you techniques and ideas to start giving yourself an anchor tomorrow. Right. That, that spiraling feeling sucks. And there is, there is an answer to it. And, you know, one of the things that I've gotten maybe in trouble for, but I also love about myself and this organization and everyone in it is that we're bold and we're telling the truth. And I don't want to yeah, be like nicey nice about it. Let's, let's get to brass tacks. Um, right. So, and it's too important. It's too important to be nice about it. Honestly, like we have, yeah be blunt and direct with the messaging so that people, so we can cut through all the noise. Cause quite frankly, there are a ton of noise out there. and there are a lot of people talking about mental health, but I'll, I'll be honest, the people that I have encountered that are in say group sessions online or just through talking to them at conferences and trade shows, they want a practical, tactical, tangible tool to help themselves get better today right now, bar none. Talk therapy, is, again, talk therapy is great. It has its place, but let's give them a tool at the same time so that we can start to literally wring out that trauma, stress, loss, destruction from their bodies. Okay. I'm going to say the bold thing that I feel like I shouldn't say, but I'm just going to say it because, you know, I've recently adopted a fucking attitude even more than I already had is um, I'd love to put the peer mm -hmm. support business out of business. Um, again, all respect to peer support people and please, you know, I don't care if you get mad at me, but wouldn't it be great if no one had to use your services? Um, 
Sorry, not sorry. I think it would be fantastic. No, I think it would be fantastic if we could literally put those things out of business. If we could put peer support out of business because we are being so proactive with our mental health and wellness training and public safety, how is that not a win? How can we not all stand on that soapbox and actually cheer together? If you want it, are you saying like, no, we peer support should be a backstop. It should literally be the backstop that hopefully nobody ever crashes into. But the and problem if that's is the case, dealing- yeah, let's yeah. start cutting them down. Well, we're, we're dealing with people's egos, okay? And so there are folks that are on peer support 100%. or started. Yeah, and so if we take away their usefulness, their ego is hurt, even though we're all after the same, the same goal. Um, and, you know, the, the fact that I want to put peer support out of business has rubbed people the wrong way, which is so interesting. I thought we were all going towards the same goal of um, keeping first responders healthy. Again, that's a whole other episode that I can't wait to get to. Um, so I think we're, you're getting the vibe. So Eric, I think it's time that we publicly out ourselves. Do you know what I'm referring to? That. No, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared of what comes next. Anyway, um, Eric and I. <laughs> um, well, Eric is my baby daddy. <laughs> oh, that's what we're going out about. We're married. We are married. We are married. So a lot yes. of people don't know. Olivia and I are married. And so, each other. yes, if you come to one of our trainings, we keep our personal and professional boundaries. Yes, that's clear. Clar- clarifying. Olivia and I are married to each other. Uh, but if you come to one of our trainings, we keep personal professional boundaries. In, and we purposefully kept our last name separate just to really throw people off. But if that's what we're coming out about, I'm perfectly fine with that. That's less, that's way less, that's way less scary than whatever else we were going to come out about. (laughs) Yo, I don't know. Yes, no, we are um, married. But but we met because I did come into West Des Moines Fire Department where he worked. I gave my presentation. He was my student for months and months before we even spoke two words together. Um, You know, so you were my student before we had any sort of private conversation. You did help me with my computer though on day one. And I didn't even know that was you until like after we were together, I was not feeling well. A shift was like my last shift to, um, I was about to say to perform for, which is kind of true um, to present to. And my, yeah, I was, had a cold, my computer wasn't doing it. And they're all like, Oh, wait till this crew comes. Eric's on there. He can figure it out. I'm like, great. So you did. And then it wasn't until later that I was like, oh my God, you were the one that like, you know, made my computer work. The first conversation you and I ever had. And yet uh I can't make the technology of a podcast work. Let's just be clear about that. Right. We're, we're still fighting. That's a theme in our relationship is the, is technology (laughs) and being on-site tech support. I married you for you to be on-site tech support of my life forever. (laughs) Um, Can you support my life? Can you you always make sure my Wi-Fi is working? Um, (laughs) So the first first time you ever like pulled me aside after yoga class is you asked about the similarities between yoga and stoicism, 
which made me lift an eyebrow. I was like, this does not sound like a normal firefighter, um, which, you know, whatever. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, we, I, I actually have, a, we're going to do a whole episode on that on yoga and stoicism. But um, so now long story short, I did date one of my students and we got married. So it's cool. The government so, says, yeah. and right it. now, our bebe is sleeping while we're drinking whiskey and recording this thing. Cheers. Mm -hmm. Clink. Um, so. Did you miss out on the YFFR bridge course? There's still a chance to join the front line of wellness. Dive into yoga for first responders instructor school, April 8th to 12th in Washington, DC. This isn't just training. It's a transformation. Equip yourself to empower our first responders with resilience and strength. Why is this for you? You'll learn job-specific and culturally informed yoga from the best. Connect with a community dedicated to making a difference and master a program that blends physical readiness with mental resilience. Act fast. Seats are limited and they're going quick. Be the change. Embrace this life-changing journey and help bring wellness to our first responders. Your time is now. Visit yogaforfirstresponders.org to secure your spot. Let's make a difference together. Let's let's give it because you know this podcast or this episode is like, hey, this is what this podcast is about. This is what we think it's going to be about. You know, things evolve. Just like if you yeah. watch the first episode of The Simpsons, it's like way different than you know what it is now which is like 34 years old at that this point i know and they're still evolving and they're still relevant just like south park and bart simpson is still a teenager 34 years later he's, he's like eight years old he's not a teenager eight he's years old bart simpson is eight maggie is zero months and wait how old is lisa Bart's 10, Lisa's eight, Maggie's like six months. So we're just all going to agree that for both The Simpsons, which is 34 years old, and South Park, which is 26 years old. Jesus Christ. That we are going to just ignore the extremely major plot point that's not being addressed and that that is that nobody has aged in three decades. They are. See, this is why I wanted to out us because I called you, honey. They're cartoons. That's the oh. plot point. They're not even real. As long as we are all willing to agree with that. So the goal is, okay, very good. So yes, just like the Simpsons or South Park. Welcome we to all. the Yoga for First Responders podcast, uh, because it's not always about yoga. It says in the intro that there may be funny stories and laughs. So welcome to the rabbit holes of South Park and Simpsons, I guess. Right. Well, we're going to, so the thing is we set out with an intention. So our intention is I'm going to, I'm going to rattle off a few words. You rattle them off with me. Ready? Neuroplasticity. What else? Go. No, you go. Oh, like what will we talk about on the show? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, everyone, I had the agenda for today's episode. <laughs> not, and I thought that would be cute, but now we're like. Challenge versus threat. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Boom. Challenge on versus threat. Um, stoicism. Perception. True crime. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love true crime podcasts. You know, I listen to them a lot. But what I'm thinking about is leadership. Well, why your wellness program isn't working. 
functional resilience. movement, representation, resilience training, uh, how to how to face adversity in the moment, how to interrupt your sympathetic nervous system response. I mean, we can nerd out how, why you should be breathing through your nose. Like we can nerd out and like go down a whole bunch of rabbit holes on why this is critically important. Air management for fire service, uh, for our ground fighters and law Listen, enforcement. BJJ guys, uh, men and women think about like the Gracie's. If you can't breathe in a position, you don't own that position, awkward working positions. I mean, holy shit. The list is literally endless and I'm super excited about rolling these out. Hopefully, uh, on a more consistent basis for you guys. Cause this is some good stuff and true crime. Probably. Cause we're going to have cops on board. Like, let's right. be honest. we're gonna be like okay our true crime episodes we're gonna have some detectives and be like tell us about the case we do have true crime in yffr's um history we do oh do we well one i feel like i sh shouldn't talk about <laughs> is there a gag order around the case or something no it's just like i feel like we shouldn't there was an instant i mean there was. yes i agree we should have, i think i know where what case you're talking about yeah. that one shall remain a true crime mystery but you have a true but crime. i was actually interviewed for a murder once upon a time <laughs> eric was interviewed for a murder you weren't a suspect you were never arrested no i mean no. i was yeah uh, i had a i had a there's a real estate agent in des moines that got shot and killed and I had just recently bought a house from her or we choose my real estate agent. And so they're going through like all of her points of contacts to try to figure out who knew what, when, and that kind of stuff. And unfortunately, because we had just per recently bought a house uh, at that point, I was in her phone. And so got a phone call to be questioned about where were you? What happened? That kind of stuff. Know anything? No. Police, like people you worked with. Did you know the person who called you? Sure did. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, good awkward but very awkward it was very very awkward i mean it was it was very odd very odd to be part of that so very interesting yeah so maybe we will get into some some true crime crazy crazy <laughs> I, mean, I mean even as firefighter listen i could tell cr true crime stories like mm. we dealt with criminals uh mm. got i mean nowhere near law enforcement but have, yeah true crime trying to figure out what happened here when yeah. Okay. We'll we'll try to do a, a true crime episode. Yeah. Oh, think about fire investigations. Fire investigation is absolutely Ooh, true. We true could true do crime. some arson. True crime arson. We'll have Fire Marshal Mike on. That'd be great. Fire um, Marshal Mike would be a good host or co-host or guest. Fire, yeah. fire Marshal Mike. So okay, my my, you know it. We have been. I've been on tons, like like tons of podcasts as a guest. So many that you're now pawning them off on me. Right. So no offense, no offense to anybody that's now that's like reaches out to YFR for and tries to get Olivia and I show up on the show. Like it's fine. We're like, saying the same thing. You're gonna get the same experience, hopefully. And I love it. I mean, I love it. So no shade to any of those folks because I love being on it. And people have asked us, you should do it. We want to do it. And I think my hesitation is because I don't want to fall into the trap of podcast annoying things that I hate. So I want to sort of rattle them off, hold us accountable. For instance, I already feel like I'm talking too loudly. I already feel like I'm in your face. And I, <laughs> I mean, so it's like, 
I'm already doing that. You know, there was one woman I who I knew and she had me listen to her podcast and she kept doing this. Woohoo! Woohoo! And like and I was like, ow, 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 like on that's, my ear. That's a very interesting sound for a podcast. Like like don't woohoo. Okay. Right. Like I don't if, even know. I don't even know if like I'm not sure that I can woohoo. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever I've ever heard you woohoo. Have we been to a baseball game together? I don't know if you really went. I mean, when I'm in a baseball game, I'm like, wahoo. Like, I really. Right. Wow. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't think so. Close proximity microphones. Luckily enough, you're not going to have to worry about me wahooing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, As we've said, you are on probation with this podcast. So, Um, all right. What else do you, what do you hate about a podcast? Like when you're like, skip, done. You know, I, when they drone on one subject too long, like mm-hmm. at some point you're like, okay, got it. Moving on. Check. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't need a three hour podcast on, on the same topic over and over and over and over, and over again. Like mm-hmm. so far, I mean, listen, we've covered the Simpsons, South Park, why your resilience training sucks, breath work, true crime, true crime all within 35 minutes. So if we have not kept your interest at this point, this podcast is not for you. Or we're going to get better. I mean, give us a freaking chance here, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> but we yeah. Saw, we saw one of the tips was to like, how are you going to know if you're going to like the podcast and you should keep listening to it? It literally said, go to episode one and try that. So like this is this has to be our best episode ever. From It's only downhill from here, folks. Or- I know. <laughs> so um, another thing that I don't, like about podcasts is when someone thinks they're being like cutesy and funny. I don't care about you. Like podcast host, give me the info. I, that's all I want is the info. I don't want to see you be cheeky or fucking cute or like think you know things or something, you know, just give me the info and let me get off the toilet where I'm like listening to this. Like I don't, you know, yeah. So similar to you, don't drone on about it. I don't care about you or your cat or anything like that. So I really, I mean, I'm, I want to keep this stuff like, you know, short, simple in your face, you know, one and done and keep you wanting more instead of wishing we did less. So Eric mentioned the, the blog. So we, I, we wrote a blog ahead of this podcast about five things to know if a podcast is worth your time. Cause one of the things I hate is wasted time. Don't waste my time. I don't want to waste your time. And this actually ties right into this into Stoic philosophy. I mean, if we want to drop a, a nugget right into here, people are so concerned about holding tightly onto their money and onto things, but yet waste their time freely. Mm-hmm. And by waste their time freely, I mean like scrolling Instagram, scrolling Facebook, scrolling podcasts that are not giving you any information, trying to read a book that you're just not driving with. And yet the most valuable resource that you have is time. Mm-hmm. You so can't each, get back. each second that ticks by is one second closer to the end. And if you are wasting those seconds, you are mm-hmm. wasting the most precious resource. Because guess what? You can find another book. You can find more money. You can never find more time. You are absolutely right. And I do not want to do that to anyone listening to this. I listen to podcasts to do laundry when I'm driving, when I'm washing my breast pump parts. Um, uh, Listen, 
Listen, it's the real, it's a real, it's a real thing, Tina. A real thing, Tina. I do that. And it makes the time go by. But last night, I have to say, I stopped a podcast that I was listening to because I was like, you are droning on about shit I don't care about. Yes. So I'm really, really going to try hard to not do that. So he referenced the blog, five things to, to know if you want a blog or I'm sorry, want a podcast. Again, I'm towards the end of my whiskey. Do you know what I think we should do, Eric, is when the whiskey's done, that episode's over. Then we keep it short. Ooh, that's you know a I mean? that's a good challenge. And like we could have a whiskey meter on the side of the screen. Oh my god, we could go could go like live with these as well instead of oh. just putting them up on the on the web on the hmm. website later on. We could literally have a whiskey meter on the side and just bring slowly bringing it down. Yeah, see how we're gonna get better and better. We're gonna have these amazing ideas. Show <laughs> um, um, folks. So we put a blog up about five ways to know if a podcast is not wasting your time. Watch the first episode or listen to the first episode reviews. By the way, um, ba, 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 we don't have any reviews. So go ahead and give us a review after listening to this. If you didn't like it, forget I said anything. Anywho, um, <laughs> we're going to put a blog. Like my intention here is to sort of have a theme, right? Put a blog out about a theme. Maybe it's sto- yoga versus stoicism, whatever. And then are, you know, we kind of riff on that theme on the podcast. That's my intention. As we know better, we'll learn better, we'll do better. Maybe that's not how it'll continue on. Eric and I are fighting right now. I want to put out a podcast once a month. He wants to do it every half hour. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're, yeah. we're having a marital fight about it. Um, <laughs> On the interwebs for the entire world. I'm sure our counselor would love to hear that we put this aired our grievances out for the world to see and hear. Actually, yeah, not true. None of that's true. We don't have, we all, we actually went to proactive marriage counseling. We did. We had, but, we, yeah. I mean, I'm not afraid to, to be. Uh, and that's actually how, like, when we say that we want to put people out of business, we want to put them out of business from the reactive standpoint. Well, what if we all started going to counseling and to therapy and that kind of stuff? Also, proactively to make yeah. sure that we have a solid foundation from which to grow from rather than waiting for things to get a little bit shaky. I exactly. mean, so we're not putting anybody truly out of business. We're like, change again, trying to change the narrative a little bit. Yeah. Like, right. So, yeah. I mean, I like counseling for me is, is life support. Life is fucking hard and you need some tools you need, you know, so yeah, pre, you know, preemptive, proactive, so exactly, not not trying to get anyone out of a, a job, just trying to change their um, their model. Right. Yeah. So I think yeah, frequency will be something that we'll take feedback on. Uh, what you want to hear about, like mm-hmm. leave it in the comments as for on our Facebook page or Instagram page. Uh, like and subscribe on all the podcasting platforms because then we, that helps our algorithms to obviously get you get more people to hear about us. I mean, because at the end of the day we're a nonprofit that's going out onto this mission. And so the more people we can reach, the more donors we get, the more interactions we get with agencies, the more we can keep that mission moving forward. So your interaction with the podcast is quite frankly, also critical to the success of this mission overall. And everything we've done, like our success so far with this organization is grassroots. I don't think we've spent a dollar on marketing besides like maybe boosting a couple social media. Is that not true? Not anymore. We're growing. 
See, Eric's a CFO. He knows money things. And it's really funny being the CEO. People will ask me like important questions and I'm like, I don't know. I mean, well, the, we actually just literally started our first like major marketing campaign. Mm. Honestly, like April 1st or so. And that's not an April Fool's joke, but honestly, 10 days ago, well, whenever this airs, hey, back on April 1st, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 10 days plus or minus a month or so, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we actually started our first big marketing campaign because up to that point though, Olivia, you're absolutely correct. We haven't spent any, it's been word of mouth, cold outreach. And so, uh, peer to peer, right. Mm -hmm. Going to conferences and working, hustling and working the channels. And so, uh, we've grown to a point now where we actually can go out and sell what we do. But also I think the reason why we can go out and sell right now what we can do. And I had this conversation with a friend today is that you, when you created yoga for first responders were, so far ahead of the curve. Mm -hmm. Most people couldn't even com comprehend what you're even talking about. I mean, if, if this, the organization started back in 2016, think about this, where the mental health and wellness conversation was in public safety in 2016. That's mm -hmm. seven years ago. We just celebrated a, a YFR's birthday. And that's just the, the, of the organization itself. I had started this in 2013 is when right. I was so 10 years ago. Right. Yeah. And so, the colleague that I was talking to today says he still believes that we're actually about two years out from mental health and wellness being the true like integrated system that it needs to be in fire service and firefighters lives, like where it's part of their shift, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is what we're advocate advocating for and what we're working towards. Mm -hmm. And so think about how far ahead of the curve you were 10 years ago, let alone seven, seven years ago, let alone 10 years ago, that we're just now starting to be accepted and to the conversations are happening easier now. There's still quite frankly, not budget and line items for mental health and wellness in their agencies, but the conversations are much more open and willing to have that proactive training. Right. So, kudos to you, honestly, for having this idea and sticking it out for the past 10 years. Uh, because I think our window of opportunity is opening and it's not, and it's being slammed open. Like yeah. it's happening now. Can I air a grievance? Yeah. Maybe we can make this like part of the podcast is the airing of grievances like Festivus. Um, and this is my own stuff. This is my own trigger and I know I'm working on it. Um, but because of what you mentioned, the fact that I started this 10 years ago and I was really swimming upstream and I had to fight like hell. And I, and for those of you who don't know, um, when I, uh, taught at a fire Academy and taught at a police Academy, they said like, do you want to join? I mean, these were small town, um, academies like County ones. And I was like, sure. And I spent my weekends and Tuesday and Thursday nights, like going through academies and for something that I wasn't going to do for a career. And uh, just to, to, to learn this better and what I could, what the protocol to make it more culturally informed, more job specific. I worked really fucking hard and um, we can do a whole other episode about what little details about, about that and, and how that developed. And so now that the door is opening, I see some folks wanting to come in that door and, you know, yep. serve 
public safety for whatever their motivation is. And as Eric probably knows, being part of my personal life, my my first and initial reaction is often being offended, being upset. Yep. And I'm working on that because I know a lot of, we all have, it's probably coming from a good place for a lot of people, blah, blah, blah. But I think the reason I get upset by it is because of the 10 years of blood, sweat, tears, and sacrifice I put in that it makes me upset feeling that someone thinks that they can just, you know, waltz in the door and have the same effect that we've worked so hard to create. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's a fair assessment. And this is where the authenticity word comes back in because you went through those academies and because you've surrounded yourself with people that were firefighters, were law enforcement officers, were public safety personnel, are retired public safety. You've created the authenticity, AKA the reputation to be successful. It's by no accident that we helped worked with 30,000, just shy 30,000 people back two years ago. I mean, that's incredible. 30,000 cops and firefighters. And what's super exciting about that is, is we're just getting started. Yeah. I mean, this is the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. If we want to talk about like how, like there, how many people there are like, I know that the IFF, for example, has 310, 20, 30,000 firefighters in it, but yet they only cover 30% of the country. So -hmm. that means there's another 700,000 firefighters that are volunteers or not covered by, or not covered by the IFF. And And so, and that's just the law or that's just the fire service side. And then we open up to public safety or law enforcement. And then we open up to dispatchers and we open up to EMS. Oh, and by the way, we're pushing into medical professionals. Like we are just getting started. And so if you want to be a part of a movement that is literally like that flywheel is starting to take off and starting to go, this podcast and this organization and what we do, you want to be part of this mm-hmm. because you don't want, I'll be honest, you don't want to be in front of us because you're going to get run over because what we do is pretty fucking special. And I'm goddamn proud of what we do. I really, really am. We're small enough that like, if you have something to say and you want to be on our podcast, like we're small enough now, please email us. We get your emails, you know, leave a five-star review. Be like Eric said, please be, please be part of it. Um, and I want to redact what I said earlier about being on the crest. I think that means the top. I actually meant like the, we're just starting to get up on that wave. So even though we've been doing this for 10 years, we're now only gaining momentum as you implied with that, that flywheel. Um, and you know, the, there's a lot, a lot coming. And I do feel, I do feel it bubbling underneath. So just even a five-star review and a share means that we're getting this conversation out to more people. Right. A lot of people talk poorly about social media and I can agree in many ways, but also it's a fantastic way to share information that was only limited to businesses with money enough for like big advertisements, right? Yeah. Just giving power back to the people. Yeah. How many instructor schools do we have where like we have folks from public safety agencies that say, I am here because somebody in our agency saw you, aka you, the organization on social media, probably 90% of them, honestly, it's the way of the world. So yes, please, 
push this out, share it. Uh, if nothing else, listen, honestly, a share is as good as a donation. It really, really is. Yeah. yeah. So listen, so basically you're going to get some science, the science behind yoga. You're going to get some funny stories from first responders. You're going to probably get some heartfelt stories from first responders. I also want to make sure there is some entertainment to it because I want it to be someone's go-to episode and podcast, you know, instead of like, because some podcasts I'm like, oh, that's like learning. Yeah. No, and let's be honest. You've been around public safety for 10 years. I've been around it my entire life. My dad was a firefighter, so literally my entire life at this point. Humor is rampant. If you can't have thick skin and laugh at yourself and make, quite frankly, extremely inappropriate jokes once in a while with a close group of friends, uh, you're not going to make it in the public safety world. You're just not. And so if we can't laugh about this and like, haha about say our marriage counseling, whatever, this podcast, again, not for you. And I'm big on really making sure that like people know their roles and know their places. And we have a lot of really cool people that are part of this mission and want to be a part of this mission. But I also fully respect that this isn't for you. And that's fine. You know, that's another thing. Like I'm a recovering people pleaser. Like I have a sponsor and everything. <laughs> two. <laughs> two. Two sponsors? Two sponsors. Who's my other one? Uh, yes. <laughs> I have double sponsors because that's how much <laughs> I am is like it's doubled up. Um, but, uh, you know, I am accepting like because of who, how people grew up or the lens they're looking into, this might not be the conversation or podcast for you. And I'm okay with that. And for those who are ready, are in a place to hear it, um, it is for you. And uh, so we're just going to be as authentic as possible. And if it doesn't land with you, that's fine. Move on, you know? Right. And that place changes. Like we will be here. That's why I'm actually really proud that this is a long standing organization at this point, because we will be here because your life will continue to evolve and continue to change. And so you're going to be different a year from now. And so while this may not be the message for you today, right. a year from now, think circumstances, life changes. And you'll be like, you know, that is an extremely powerful message and now I'm actually ready to do the work for myself. I mean, we have host instructor schools all the time where people come in to come into our organization with the expectation that they are going to turn around and go out and teach what we teach to their brothers and sisters in red and blue and gold and green. And white, right? And they're white. Keep white. going. But <laughs> how often do we see that they actually stop? check themselves and be like, Oh shit. Like I need to do this for me first. And this mm -hmm. was a life changing experience for me first. And I need to get my house in order before I go and teach it out. So I fully respect if this message is not resonating for you today, or maybe it really, really is. And you want to get involved, but do it for you first, like start there. And dare I say, if what we're saying is making you tense up and get angry, dare I say it's even more pertinent for you to come back to and listen to because it's probably hitting something you need to hear and don't want to hear. Yeah. It's always that guy. Quite frankly, it's usually the guy. Sometimes it's the lady. I've had. Lady yeah. 
but they're sitting in in-service training because we do a lot of in-service trainings across the country, sitting there with their arms crossed, sitting back in their chair. They don't want to be there. They were told to be there. You know, like, you know, that person, especially when it comes to these kinds of trainings, but without a doubt, I would, I would step out onto that limb and say a hundred percent of the time, but I'll walk it back and say maybe 95% of the time it ends up getting back to us that that person when their backs against the wall, because their give a shit is completely fucking broken because they're the most empathetic person when they started the job. And now they've got 25 years in and they're just broken. Uh And that's fair. And that's fair. That's fair that they will end up coming back and saying, Hey, I at least tried that breath work or at least tried that mindset training. And you know what? It made me feel a little bit better. Without a doubt, I'd say probably 95, if not 100% of the time, the person sitting there with the completely broken give a shitter, they're just checked out, they don't want to fucking be there, are the ones that need the message the most and are the ones that actually, in private, are the ones that actually end up trying it. Yep. Absolutely. So maybe we're talking to you. Maybe we're talking to your spouse. Maybe we're talking to someone you know. Um, But uh, we're going to be bringing in those hard truths and truth bombs and uh, as well as some lightheartedness. Can we have a sound effects board? Truth bomb. I mean, why not? If we can figure it out. Point that really shuts someone up, like an in-service training or whatever. I always want to have that sound effect. Finish him. I made this point one time. Because someone was like, I was listing all these things of like what first responders need and have lost because of burnout. And some guy my in-service training was like, yeah, but we have all that because we have to, because we have to, because we're on the streets. We have to. And I was like, statistically shows that, no, you don't have any of those things. And that's why, you know, we're in this. So whenever, and it shut him up. And like, I always love that because then I just want to be like, okay, truth bomb, finish him, moving on. Um, <laughs> I think I'll be honest. I think uh, the last of us brought mortal combat back. That's why um, we're all of a sudden all thinking of finish him. Cause that was an episode of the last of us for those who haven't seen it yet. Check it out. Also, even though I'm a yogi, yoga teacher, blah, blah, blah. As you can see, I, I am very honest about still having an ego that needs that needs to be worked on. I'm like, I want to prove a point, you know, like, fuck you for coming into my space. I'm still working on it, guys. Like maybe this is, maybe we all started this just as a secret way of like, you know, dissecting my own brain. But um, I, I actually think it ties once again back to the word of the podcast which is authenticity. Yes. Like we're not coming in holier than thou. We're not like we're one of you. We just happen to have studied a lot of science to prove what we are doing works. Oh, and by the way, our protocol has been researched and we can talk about that. That's going to be a super oh, cool. That's gonna be, we'll have Leona on our research partner. Oh my God. You guys, we did research like, you know, peer reviewed, published, this shit works. We're not bullshitting you. We're not going to waste your time. Two things to end this. The first one is it's almost 9 PM and I haven't had dinner. So let's make some food as soon as we're off here. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
and we're going to California tomorrow. So we need to like pack. Um, tomorrow second, being tomorrow, tomorrow when we recorded this, but not when you're listening to this. Yeah, we come back from California and we had a great time. The second thing is I listened to a podcast recently and Matthew McConaughey was the guest. That guy's. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. That guy's fucking nuts in like a great way though. Like he's talking kind of the same stuff we're talking about, but in a way that makes me need to like rewind it over and over and over again. Cause I'm like, what did you just say? Is he like beautiful minding this shit? Yeah, he's like, red light, green light. And you know what? You just got to go for it. And let me tell you something. And I'm like, what are why you does, telling Why me? does everybody have a Matthew McConaughey? Every, I feel like everybody in the world tries to do a Matthew McConaughey. He's Texas. And he's, you know, he's he says it like it is. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't. <laughs> Um, but listen, um, if you ever hear an interview with Matthew McConaughey, that guy's fucking nuts. But if you like listen to it like three times in a row, you're like, oh, wait, I think I know what he's saying. Um, which is basically there's time for evolution. There's time to stop and be still. And there's time to go for the gold. And mm -hmm. that's what I got from his interview. And I love it. And that's what we're doing with this podcast is fuck it. Let's go for the gold. So Ooh. Now, speaking of Matthew McConaughey and true crime. Oh, shit. Really? Ish. Uh, my, like, I watched this at the firehouse with my boys and probably the best TV show I've ever watched. Uh, true Detective season one. Is that with, that has Matthew McConaughey in it? Yes. It does? And yeah. Robert Downey Jr.? Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson? Yep. That is not what I expected you to say. I know. Fantastic. It's a fantastic show. So This season one? Okay. Season yeah. one. We're, we're creating the structure of the podcast as we go. So we're going to do airing of grievances, and then we're going to recommend <laughs> a firehouse show that you would only watch because you were being paid to watch TV. That was not True Detective, actually. True Detective, oh. I'd watch again. I have I have recommendations that I'd watch only because I was the firehouse. So that's yeah. fair. That's fair. All right. Well, I think we did it. I think we did the first episode of Yoga for First Responders on air, which is a double entendre. <laughs> no thanks to me. You're welcome. All right. We'll see you next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, before we go, I want to remind you that training your mental and physical health is incredibly important, especially for those working in high-stress jobs like first responders. And if you're interested in learning more about Yoga for First Responders, visit yogaforfirstresponders.org for our on-demand training app, online course platform, in-person training, and more. Like this podcast, subscribe, and give us a great review. We are so happy to have you part of the YFFR mission.